Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. The Fab Five is here in full force today. I have with me Kathleen, whose mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide. Sarah's mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders Catherine's mission is to help others in internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's is to help people break through fear and find the truth. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. What's up, Fab Five? What's up? What's up? Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. We are, there is five and it feels so good. I love it. I love it when there are five of us. So today we're going to be talking about challenges, but not the challenges like the obstacles in your life, the difficulties in your life, but challenges that you can do, challenges that you can extend to yourself or join that help you to jumpstart new habits and move to where you want to be. So every year I start a new year with a 31-day January movement challenge. And this year I decide, and I've done this before as well, but this year I've decided to turn those 31 days into 365 days. And as of today, today is day 108 of movement. And that's one of the things that challenges can do for you. So we're going to talk about challenges, the types of challenges that we have participated in, the types of challenges. Some of us have businesses that we have created for our clients and our communities that have helped them to get started and to explore something you can extend those challenges beyond or you can end them when the challenge period ends. So I've done gratitude challenges, abundance challenges, ab and plank challenges. Those are always my favorite. I usually get to day like day five and then I'm done <laughs> on the abs and planks or squats. But my favorites have been gratitude and abundance and they are are opportunities to just remind me of the things that I want to be doing all the time. So would love to hear from you ladies. What kinds of challenges have you participated in? What are the types of habits that you use them to help you develop? And what are some of the lessons that you learned when you do the challenges? I want to give it up to you, Whitney. 108 days 
of just constant, consistent movement, such an inspiration. And your Facebook posts, like you create this accountability around it through the Facebook posts. And that ripples out to like inspiration and smiles and happiness for, I'm sure I can speak for all five of us when we see it. And it's just a incredible victory. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It feels that way, right? And it's one of the reasons that I share, and I think that's a really good point, accountability, you know, starting with something that is short, like five-day challenges, three-day challenges, and then you can grow from there or not. You can do them, let them be what they are. Sometimes they're just fun to do. I've done challenges with Kathleen, and I think you guys have done, you know, and they come with different names, boot camps and, and other things, so... You can find a challenge for anything these days. You can. (laughs) I love what you just said. You know, you could even, you started out with a couple days because guess what? A couple days and turns into 108 days. And I know there's like research out there, you know, I don't know, like 28 to 30 days or something to create an actual habit. And, you know, I love how you brought up, you know, just create a couple days you know, because we are all just, we all as humans, like prefer like a path of least resistance or ease. And so for me, I have, I've done all types of challenges as well, Whitney, you know, mind, body, spirit type challenges from, you know, meditation, journaling, certainly physical challenges, detoxes, things. I'm right now a season in my life where I've like, I've just done like, you know, a 10 day detox and I've shifted some of my eating patterns, but I'm doing a challenge myself of just um, a couple body exercises and, you know, like something that just feels very simple to me, like 10 sit-ups, 10 push-ups, 10, you know, bridges and like every single day, every single day. And there's just been something about achieving and getting those wins around just, I, it, this is going to take two minutes to just do, you know, and like, I'm seeing a difference in my body and I feel myself getting stronger. And like, I'm up, I'm up at my brother's house in New York. The show's being recorded day after the Easter weekend, Passover weekend holiday, I believe Ramadan as well. I think I'm getting that right. So somebody chime in if not, but anyway, we're recording the day after. So I'm still up here hanging and I still stuck to my body movement challenges and got the nieces and nephews in doing it. And like a couple of days where I just did double cause I was like feeling it. So, you know, I would say an art of a challenge, which is what we're talking about today. Like keep it simple, like keep it fun, make it be something that doesn't feel like some huge mountain to climb. Cause we've got plenty of those anyway in life. And you'll see the success of that and it will feel good. Now, I tell you one challenge that I have been working on. I can't figure it out yet. That snooze button challenge is just, you know, it's like a couple days. But why is it that the best sleep feels like right after you hit the snooze button? Why? (laughs) Catherine, I have a worse one than that. When you wake up before the alarm goes off. And then you talk yourself, well, I'll just sleep until the alarm goes off. 
that little piece right there, even better than the snooze, but you're absolutely right. It's like, it's, that's gotta be, why does the sleep feel the best, right? When you hit the snooze. So anyway, still working on that little challenge, you know, I get like a two day streak and then it's like, bam, but we're still, so part of the challenge is like, you know, if you fall off, like you just get, get back on, you know, keep it going, brush it off. Don't beat yourself up. If you miss a day or, you know, like if, if I, I recently missed a day, a workout challenge that I'm doing. And it was like the next day I just did a little double and I was feeling it. So anyway, like give yourself flexibility or not. I'm sure maybe there's some different views on that, but definitely if you miss, look at it as learning and brush it off and keep moving forward each day with it. And it's amazing what eventually some that turn into very powerful habits. Yeah. And you know, Catherine, it's such a good, good point. And I just want to say it doesn't have to be long-term challenges. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, 365 days. God bless you, Whitney. <laughs> I think it's awesome that you have that challenge, but it doesn't have to be that long. You know, some of the, like, my greatest challenges have been a week long, which is ayahuasca journeys or iboga journeys or any of the plant medicines that I've participated in. And they're sacred journeys, but they have pushed me beyond my spiritual growth, beyond a spiritual growth in that, that I had could have even anticipated. And so challenges can be difficult physically, emotionally, spiritually, and yet they can be very freeing as well. And so, you know, it can be spiritual, it could be business. For me, some of the challenges that I've done recently is not necessarily a challenge, it's more of accountability, right, Whitney? You know, like, I think you mentioned the accountability earlier is that I did an ultimate course formula with Aman, a guy is his name. And that was a six week course that kept me accountable to create a product that was ultimately my signature program. And it took six weeks to do that, to register people and to start. You know, it was beautiful and that's what I needed because I needed that accountability to give me the clear steps to create what I, I've been wanting to create and something had stopped me. And so just having the group of support, the people around me and the group that were there, they were all in the same challenge doing different programs, but they were all there to support each other, to lift each other up, to be the cheerleaders, also to challenge each other, also to give feedback in the sense of the feedback was, yeah, I don't like that. This is a better title, or this is something, you know, what about this? And there's different options. So for me, accountability is really important. I've known that even in my workout regimen, I, I know practice, I know that I'm not working out at home. <laughs> I know it, not happening. I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning or 4.30 in the morning to work out alone. I have to have the accountability to go to the gym. And I also love it because I'm competitive with myself. So if I have 35-year-olds or 25-year-olds on either side of me kicking ass, I'm kicking ass too. But that's for me not to compete against them. So accountability is really important. I think that's why I love the challenges so much. It's community that, re that I really love. Create a community that's going to be supportive for your goals. And 
thirdly is it really accomplishments, you know, like you really create from a space of being driven about something that you really love to do. No, I absolutely agree. And I'll, uh, let me clarify, my challenge is not 365 days. <laughs> that is not my challenge. The challenge was 31 days and I just decided to extend the movement, right? So, and I think that's the beauty is you pick something that's short. It could be three days. It could be five days. It could be six weeks, right? 31 days, whatever. And then you get to decide what to do with the momentum that you've built from that in terms of whether it's building a habit or continuing the accountability. And that's what I see as the beauty of the challenge is that it gives you a place to start. It's a jump start, an opportunity to learn some things. Both you and Catherine have made some good points. If you fall off or one day you don't do something, you don't kick yourself. You don't punish yourself for not doing it. You just pick up and move on, right? You just pick up and move on. So it can be life-changing, but you don't have to put that kind of pressure on yourself. Just make a decision. I'm going to do something for whatever period of time, whatever the period of time is that you're making the commitment to. And I've done challenges from anywhere. Um, it could be a one-day challenge for, you know, Christ's sake. It doesn't have to be anything other than you making a commitment for a period of time and then following through with it. I would just go real quick on the life-changing. I mean, when you are making progress in any area, with any challenge, with anything you want to do that you set some sort of plan forth to do or some sort of action, you know, that progress, it builds happiness. It builds confidence. It builds energy, whether it's just a real physical energy where you feel it like, or an energy around just the doing of something like journaling. And I think it's really important when Kathleen was talking about this, like going to the gym in the morning, it's important to, Also pay attention to the little habits we do that set us up for success for that challenge or for the actual doing of whatever that is, right? So like for me, I know first thing in the morning when I wake up, if I put my sports bra on and like my workout clothes, I know the workout's getting done. I know it. If I mosey on down with that, with my pajamas still, well, like it's, it's happening maybe a little later, right? But immediate like sports bra on, like wash face, like all the things, but I know that's leading to a workout or like work. I wanted to write more before bed, particularly on my accomplishments, like an accomplishment journal, put the journal right by my bed with the pin, with the little, like I, I literally would turn my little night, the little lamp on my nightstand on, right? So it's like shining on the journal and the pen, like that doing of before I even go to bed, like these are the little things that like that set the ritual or habit that sets us up to do other, the actual thing, the challenge or what have you. Such a good point. Make it easy for yourself, right? Set yourself up for success for those things. Another thing Every morning I wake up and 
drink water, right? I have water right by my bedside. So it started as a challenge. Now it is just a part of how I operate, right? Having that. And again, that's the beauty of this. It sets, it gives you an opportunity to start to build the habit. And whether it takes 21 days or three, I've heard three cycles of 21 days or 63 days, right, to actually build the habit, just get started. Baby steps, just get started. Well, I love that you said baby steps, Whitney, because for me, there was a time before I really understood myself and I understood my behaviors and habits that I would go all in and I'd be like, I'm going to work out seven days a week, every day. Every day is going to happen. And then by day three, I had probably started to miss one. And then day five, I missed two. And then I would just stop. I would stop and give up because I wasn't creating little successes along the way. So what I've really learned about myself personally, and maybe one of the listeners out there can identify as well, is really easing my way in two days a week commitment. And then once I've mastered the two days for about three or four weeks, I'll bump myself up into the third day. And But realizing that very few things am I going to actually do every day and letting myself off the hook, you know, and there was a real period of my life, probably due to all of the moving and the changes of schools, et cetera, where I didn't really even know what team meant. I didn't play team sports and I was always on the move. So getting settled into creating a team, you know, kind of didn't exist for me either. So it was later in life where I really valued the accountability and the energy that the team gives. Like you said, Kathleen, looking at your person next door that's, you know, doing just a little bit more and motivating you to that next level and creating successes together. For me, it was the woman in boot camp who was six months pregnant running two minutes faster than me. You know, like I, that kicked my ass a little bit every morning when she was trailing out ahead of me. And here I am just, but you know what? I had just started to learn how to run. So let's be real. I didn't know how to run before that. So I was just in the very beginning phases. She'd been running for years. She'd run through her first pregnancy. This was nothing for her. So also being real about where you're at with situations. And, but I, I love the accountability and having learned group settings, group accountability, and the momentum that that's helped me create and the successes and the attaboys, like we're cheering each other along through the process. So, you know, to your point, Catherine, like all of those little things that help create success along the way. So I'm up for a challenge and I love group settings, group activities, you know, masterminds, boot camps, you name it. I think for me personally, being accountable, showing up for my team members, you know, is what keeps me going. And it's really what has driven my progress further faster at the end of the day. For me, it's a it's a further faster type environment. Sarah, I love that you brought up masterminds because as you were talking, I was just thinking it also is about creating a leveling up of me personally to level up to those who are that I'm in the group with. So the group helps you stay accountable to people at, at your level or above you. 
you know, and I, I say above you, maybe that have further beyond you, like Sarah mentioned, you know, that the pregnant woman has run her entire life and Sarah was just learning. So it's celebrating each other and also just leveling yourself up. It gives you motivation. I absolutely love this because I'm all about facing myself over and over because I'm the only limiting factor in my experience. And based on what I believe, I constrict my growth or I allow it. So to me, the challenge is to face myself every day, even if I'm facing something about myself that is not pretty. And I love the fact, like the group thing, I am a group junkie when it comes to working out. That's when I'll show up when I have it scheduled, right? Because I don't want to leave someone hanging. And so I know that about myself. And so that's how I work out, you know? And so it's finding what causes us to become successful at something and setting ourselves up. But we have to be okay sucking for a minute. We have to be okay not being good at something. And so many times we'll, why can't life be easier? Have you ever heard someone say that? You know, why can't it be easier? Because your damn self ain't making it easier. Okay. And we create all of this. And the reason why we love a good challenge is it goes along with the life principle in our soul growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. And wouldn't life be freaking boring if we had no challenge at all, nothing to conquer, nothing to you know, overcome? This whole experience is about us conquering and overcoming. And just like Kathleen said, it could be a small challenge. It could be a big challenge. It doesn't, I don't care about your challenge. Just do something. Otherwise, you just sit in your butt on the couch and you doing anything. And then you wonder why you are bored and why life is not exciting. Find something that you want to challenge yourself with to grow and evolve and become more because that's what our soul is here to experience this and to begin to master things. Mastery is where we move into when we practice something. Just like Sarah's like, I was a new runner. Well, that other lady had reached a level of mastery in running, right? Because she practiced it. So Sarah had to be brave enough to suck for a minute right? You got to be brave enough to suck. It's okay if you suck. It's just, you know, what's not okay is if you back away and say, I can't do this. This is too hard. And then you back away and you shrink yourself in the magnificence of who you really are. And you start to settle. That is not okay. All right. That's where the suck is real. And then you start to really feel down on yourself and bad. And then all these thoughts, no, take something, take a challenge and break it into the smallest little part that you can conquer and start building on that and understand, say, I might suck now, but I won't always suck. I might suck today. I'm not going to suck tomorrow. Whatever you need to say to yourself, just don't quit. And so to me, I'm always putting something in front of myself to challenge myself somewhere, somehow, you know, I used to be the one that, Oh, I can't do this. That sucked. So I had to overcome myself 
and grow. And so this is why we love challenges. This is why our souls are crying out to grow and to expand and be all that they can be. This is why we love this stuff, right? Your point is well taken, Claudette, and our willingness to to suck, right? To be beginners, to start from scratch is something that if we will embrace that, then we can actually embrace the challenge. And there are all different ways we can do this. We can create our own challenges. You can find tons of challenges on the internet, you know, Google, and you can just invite your friends. We've been talking about the importance of community and growing right? And building habits, community and accountability. And so invite your friends to do the challenges with you, or you can join challenges other people have put together. One of the challenges that I've done that I know that Kathleen has done has been the live video challenge, right? And so I did that a couple of years ago. Doing live videos was not something that had ever occurred to me as something to do. And doing that changed the way that I was willing to approach communicating with people on social media. And it had a tremendous impact, actually, on my business and building my business. So I'll just add in there because it was on my heart. I mean, I love that you just brought that up, Whitney. Challenges are a great way to grow our skill. And what you just said, how long was that live video challenge, Whitney? It was only like a month, if I remember correctly. And so every day you just went on and did a video or maybe it was a week. You know, you just every day you went on and recorded a video. And that was, you know, and it wasn't that difficult. But to Claudette's point, had to be willing to suck at it and be okay with it being not being perfect, right? Comfortable, you're doing the light, you know. It's a, and it's a great way to get comfortable. I mean, I just, you know, this podcast didn't start as a challenge, but it is certain, you know, doing the thing every week of talking and reflecting and communicating and articulating and and having deep thought provoking topics has helped me just be a better communicator because you're doing it over and over. And now we're like, you know, what are we, a year? Almost two years, baby. Almost two years. <laughs> nine months, a long time. Like we're like, this is a thing now. And it's also rippled into other areas of my life and communicating in my business, in my relationships, reflecting, journaling. I learn so dang much. So, you know, if you want to like learn the piano or you want to learn another language, there's, you know, like 30 day things you can do with pretty much anything nowadays to even learn. Like if you have an interest, it's a, what a great way to like dip your toe into something, not have to have some big investment up front and see if it's a thing that progresses into something longer and deeper and more meaningful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's take a moment to think about your final thoughts on this. If you could give a issue, a challenge to our audience, what challenge would you issue? Well, I can just jump right in. So 
something that's been incredibly useful for me has been on meditating in silence and just clearing my mind and allowing that just sort of calm time and just five minutes. Just do it for five minutes a day. If five minutes feels so simple, it is incredible the benefits that you gain from just quieting your mind for five minutes. And if a thought comes in, it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. As Claudette said, just allow the thought to come in and remove, set your timer on your phone for five minutes. I challenge you to the benefits of five minutes of just quiet. You can do it anywhere, your car, your living room, your bedroom, the office, the freaking grocery store, whatever. That might be hard to be quiet, but a quiet place. But anyway, my point is it's accessible anywhere, anytime for you. And the benefits are huge. I challenge you to six, eight ounce glasses of water a day. Just do it. Not eight, not four, but six. Just get started. Start chugging. Even if at the beginning you have to chug your eight ounces each one to get it through, then do six. And you'll feel better. Your brain will be hydrated. Your eyes will be hydrated. Your skin will be hydrated. Your organs, your body. So six glasses, that's my challenge. That makes me want to drink water right now. (laughs) So I challenge you to go just beyond your comfort zone because that's where the growth happens. And when you do that, instead of running away from something that is uncomfortable, stand in the space, observe it, and and start to say, what of this causes discomfort in me? Because what happens is we can be in conversations. We've got a world that's divided right now, and we can be in conversations and we get uncomfortable, we have a bad vibe, we don't feel right, whatever, we usually uninsert ourselves, like we leave it. Why? What if something that person said triggered you and that's a place you need to grow in and it's a gift to you and you're running from it? So let's not do that. So let's go just beyond our comfort zone. Okay, so that's how we grow. That's my challenge. Love it. Love it. Love it. I am going to challenge you to do something new. Pick a time frame. I don't care. Three days, five days, 21 days, 30 days. Pick a time frame and just challenge yourself to do something new, something you haven't done before or something you've done before in a new way, right? To expand and tap into the suckiness, (laughs) That is part of growth. Take the time to be willing to suck and just say, I'm going to do something new. And if you are in the habit of doing challenges, pick a new challenge. Just create something new and run with it. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode Again, the art of the challenge, this is about you growing, taking chances, testing your comfort zone and moving beyond it, building new habits. So remember, 
All you have to do is take that first step. Baby steps, get started. We encourage you to do that. And with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you haven't visited us on our Facebook page or Instagram page, check us out. Leave a message. Tell us about challenges you have done and how you have grown in the midst of those challenges. And we look forward to seeing you next time. So take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.